0: Hello, my name is Raul Ramirez. We're with the Catch Wrestling Alliance. We have a very special guest, Robert Ward, all the way from England. He just won the Snake Pit Wigan World Championship. He is a real catch wrestler in that it is his base style, and he used it effectively to win his matches and ultimately become world champion. Welcome, Robert
1: hi Ralph nice to meet you um thank you for having me on yeah
0: yeah yeah that's no, it's a it's a real great pleasure um you know especially since we were kind of uh in England uh, you know back in the day as well when you were starting out and um can you can you kind of give us a little bit of a background as to like how or when you started catch wrestling
1: yeah just as I was saying before I um so my background as a as a teenager was all striking stuff I did Karate, Thai boxing, boxing. Uh, They were quite big in Manchester, but I never really um, stuck at any of them. And then um, I went to a gym where they had Thai boxing on and it was like this grappling, but I didn't know anything about it. And um, I spoke to one of the guys, you know, like, you know, what is it? This guy called um, Adam Waterfield. He just said, uh, if you want to learn like decent, like, mixed martial arts base you learn catch wrestling and this was like in 2007 or 8 and I had no idea about grappling of mine catch wrestling I, so I was like all oh, right, right okay um you know I didn't know any of the rules about so cheers anyway and after a, a couple of weeks I just thought you know what I'm gonna try it out because I've always tried out different martial arts I like to do the research and like how they form as well the history and stuff and uh so I you know I, I took up on his word I went there and uh I've never been so scared <laughs> it was uh about 30 lads there and it was extremely intimidating to see um uh, I everything I knew I wouldn't be able to use even though I was I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a pro tie box or anything but I wasn't an amateur you know I knew how to kick and punch properly but i couldn't use any of that there and i realized oh i'm a i'm a new like i'm literally a beginner and i had to literally be shown how to walk (laughs) how to sidestep how to sprawl how to do all these things and i didn't know i was like a old bambi basically (laughs) and these guys were in their 30s in their 40s some were quite overweight but they were still fit in their way and they had decades training in like freestyle and catch and Ian Bromley was the instructor there and it was just it was like fight club <laughs> in a way. <laughs> but it was like an organized fight club. You know, there weren't like people with like blood and everything. But it was just it was just scary. And um, they showed me a single leg in my first lesson and I loved it. But I was I was scared, you know and um i stuck at it for about two years and sometimes i even questioned should i keep doing this because i was i was very nervous going in um and i i never got injured but i was i was scared of it because i realized how brutal this style was but at the same time i was drawn to it because it was so effective um and i was seeing all these beginners come in and they never came back and it happened all the time. But after about the second year of doing catch wrestling, things were starting to click for me. Um, I was starting to get people, like with simple things, but they're, they're, they're the best techniques, aren't they? Yes. And you know the double wrist lock, it was starting to click where I didn't have to be stronger than them to pull it off. That was a very hard technique to learn in a way. It took me a while, uh, I could get someone quite heavier than me and still get the wrist lock, but that took ages. Um and then um once I could actually get people, my confidence was starting to, you know, elevate and my stress levels, my butterflies going into the the gym was just starting to subside and you know I, I never looked back but it's um it taught me how to to deal with stress in matches because i learned it so quickly on in training which is i think we've all seen people that have never really trained properly and then they do a tournament or a competition and they're just so overwhelmed and it Mm -hmm. you know either lose quickly or they look terrified you know and we've all seen it yeah but i i got that in day one of catch wrestling (laughs) so it has helped me in a big way i don't really get scared it's more of a puzzle and mind game now like i do get get scared obviously but it's um it's keeping it at bay yeah and that was uh, that was my background really and ian bromley uh ran the show he was amazing he was uh so respected and the people that were with him were there for years and he trained at wigan for over 20 years with Roy Wood when he was about 15 or 13 or something and doing freestyle Um, and then a few years on I think when he was like 18 he started to learn some catch holds they don't teach children catch holds in Wigan then you gotta be 18 which I totally get Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know you have to learn to wrestle anyway so yeah learn that
0: first Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of the things I think people kind of uh, I think they get caught up with like kind of like the flashiness of some of the submission holds. And so then yeah. they just want to jump to that. But like, if you know, the wrestling very well, then that's how you get the or you become more successful at submissions if you can control the person right. So the wrestling is really the most important thing. It's the most important thing. And it's also the messiest. <laughs> it doesn't.
1: <laughs> it doesn't look nice. It's messy the scrambles are crazy it's um it's hard to follow but ultimately that's where you get the control isn't it so, mm-hmm. yeah um I was way more into my submissions at my beginning but it's funny because it's transitioning now I'm way more into my my mat wrestling and my positioning than I am my submissions so it's I think over the years you change oh, There's my camera. <laughs> you change and it goes in a circle isn't it what you get mm-hmm. into and then after a while you, you you find your love for submissions again or whatever
0: you don't tend to stick at one thing all the
1: time mm-hmm.
0: well that's the beauty yeah. about cat wrestling right because like uh, you can find variations of all these uh, positions and submissions and stuff so you can it's kind of yeah you can kind of right. mm-hmm. yeah totally so you recently uh competed in wiggins the latest world championship can you kind of tell us about that experience
1: yeah, well, um, I, everyone told me I was mad for doing it. It was two weeks before my wedding.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was, um, so I had been training for it, but I didn't know when the date was. So I was uh, I was keeping fit and um, I knew what the weight class was. Excuse me, over the pandemic, I put on a lot of weight, like we all did, and I, I knew I wouldn't be able to get to 82 kilograms um i probably could have but it would have really killed me so i i did the 90 kilograms so i did the weight class above than the time i did before mm-hmm. and then so that's why i did that and i i was just i was actually for a year now i've been running a club with jimmy kelly he's um <clears throat> been a big help in that just to keep uh, catch cat dressing in Stockport, that's so like mm-hmm. um, south, south manchester for anyone mm-hmm. that doesn't know in the uk um and so like between a few of us we've been keeping the club going um and it was it was quite an informal club where whoever turned up to the club we would you know talk about like oh what do you want to work on and then we'll touch on things that they want to learn and we'll do the the techniques do variations and then um and then do the reversals all the counters so you're not just learning a technique you're learning like all the way around you know there's there's a lot to one technique and you can get it from different positions like uh, like a a double wrist lock can be standing it can be on the mats it can be side control it can be half guard it can be everywhere but the body mechanics are still the same and then do and then do all the reversals all the counters but it's also not even a submission it's a hold where you can throw somebody you know it's it's a transition as well so even though it's one technique it can be 20 different things and that's kind of how I did my training I um Ian taught me he said look you know a lot of moves but how well do you know them you know and and it, it really made me think like um there's probably only four techniques like submissions that i would definitely attack my opponent with with full confidence and he was to and he he taught me you need six submissions and you need to know them in loads of different positions you need to know the counters so that when they counter you you can see it happening and you can learn these other techniques but they're never going to be a base because you're going to put everything into these six submissions and you can pick what those are because we're different, but ultimately pick, you know, choose wisely what you want to learn. And it just, it really made me think. So for the tournament, I picked double wrist lock. I picked um, North South neck crank. I love that. And then there was a, the, um, in the referees position you're the turtle position mm-hmm. the one handed toe holds I've seen you do a few of those on your YouTube channel <laughs> mm. so um putting your shin bone on the uh, the ankle and you're mm-hmm. like you know slicing it. I really like those um so I, I picked those as like my subs and then I just practiced mat wrestling so much like that's that's my best um those are my those are the best things I am at catch wrestling it's not so much the takedowns or the takedown defenses. It's not even the submissions, but it's, um once we get on the mats, I'll counsel you. I'll, I'll either be on top or I'll be below underneath. And I will get to that pin in one way or another. And uh, Roy Wood showed me a lot of mat wrestling over the years. And I just fell with it. And it was the positioning and the traps. Like I didn't realize because obviously we have a pin in our sports, how offensive you could be underneath, you know, people Mm. tend to think, you know, uh, jujitsu, you know, you're very offensive underneath, which is quite commonplace, but not, It's. it's, I think that's something that's still not quite um, commonplace in um, people's opinions in catch wrestling. It's like, once you're underneath, you're losing. Well, you are, but, there is so much techniques where you can counter and be extremely offensive and it's it's one of my um go-to's i uh, i did it in one of my matches my first match i sh- um i did like a half like kind of like a rubbish headlock i did try to do it but it wasn't great but i was trying to get in underneath him to mat wrestle him and then get the pin didn't quite work out that way but eventually I managed to do it but it was um it's just I'm that confident with the mat wrestling than I am the takedown and then um, Roy Woods even told me the best catch wrestler he ever met was when he was young it was a guy called um what was his name um uh, Billy Joyce Bob Joyce yes and- Billy Joyce yeah Uh-huh. Billy Joyce and yeah. the way he described he was older than Billy Robinson he um he said he used to like knock him blue kind of thing Mm -hmm. he was quite old on the know he had quite a few years on him and experience but he would the way he approached training and matches is he would give them something like a neck a leg or whatever obviously his opponent would take it and take him down but the second that happened he preempted it and then he'd do a counter and then he'd be on top and it was that that mind game of I'm not one step ahead. I'm already two steps ahead, mm-hmm. and the more years you do it, you, you you start to think like that. And that's how I was really trying to train for this tournament. and uh, So I put everything into my wrestling. The gym we did, like the we kept going in. Stop, but did so much Matt wrestling because there's there's a lot of freestyle wrestlers going in this tournament, and so we just sort of said, look, we're not gonna be the guys that take them down as much we're going to be the guys that either take them down or get taken down mm-hmm. but we'll not wrestle them on top and that's mm-hmm. where we shine so and and the guys liked that approach because we do do a lot of that so it made sense to to put say like 70% into that um yeah and that's that was a uh, probably the unique side of our training into in comparison to the other athletes uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah
0: yeah oh yeah, because that, <laughs> that I think that is actual catch wrestling because uh I, I think because of the amateur styles of wrestling and grappling being so popular I think a lot of people kind of uh uh think in that way where it's like you don't want to get taken down or you give up points mm. and this and that but since there are no points in catch wrestling then uh you can use it as a strategy like oh take me down let's see what happens you know yeah I
1: think you see it a lot in um nogi um submission grappling as well um like they'll bait people to take them down and do a submission it's like it's still like a different style but that concept is the same as how we train I suppose
0: yeah no that, that's brilliant that's, can you kind of tuck us through because like uh, there's a lot of really so for people who don't know all your matches should now are i think they're all on the, so yeah. every single match
1: is on um the snake pit wigan uh youtube channel all of them and yes. it's also on facebook as
0: well yes yeah, so on and facebook twitter as well account <laughs> yeah oh, perhaps perhaps pro- yeah. i think so i think so yeah so, uh, i don't have. So i
1: don't know too much about it but um i'm pretty sure they do so anyone that's okay. got twitter and instagram
0: yes yeah. so i think they're kind of uh releasing them kind of slowly but um so i think they should be uh, at least all of them are should be out now
1: yeah, they're all out now so oh, awesome good. awesome yeah, so- they really went for the suspense <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I think that's great i think because it's, it's historic so i i think they they should be making sure that everything gets Photographed and filmed and stuff, so to, uh, to preserve all that.
1: Yeah, Andrea Roy Wood's daughter, Andrea Wood. She had uh, integral part in organising. She pretty much single-handedly did it. You know, with with a bit of help, but she was amazing organising that. Mm-hmm. I bought her a drink on the night. Just thought you've done an amazing job for this sport. So I got her.
0: Uh, well, I, think I got her a mojito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah well can you can you tell us a little bit about your your last match then your the one where you won the championship because there are yeah, a lot of great so- pictures of, of it on on yeah. the- mm-hmm. so that guy yeah, it was Adam
1: um I never met him before actually uh, which was surprising because he's um I think he's from Wigan Um he trains at Wigan snake pit and everything so we both had the the snake pit Wigan <laughs> rash guards <laughs> He mentioned it before our match he was like, oh, two snake bit people. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but um yeah, he was he was a lot faster than me. Um, which kind of shocked me because even with my weights, I am quite quick. I don't really train that way. I'm just sort of naturally fast. I tend to use my speed rather than my strength. I'm not the strongest person, but I usually can be the faster person out of the two but he was faster than me and he picked up my leg, which really surprised me. Um, so I, I, I pulled my, my, uh, my foot that was on the ground. I pulled it back as far as I could to try and lean on him to get all my weight on it. So the single leg was very heavy for him. I was trying to do that, but then, um, I think he abandoned it, or he tried to pick me up or something. It was just too much weight. And so we got back into like the pummeling, you know, the swimming, the mm-hmm. clenching and then it was so fast you know, like what you what you see in your brain and then when you watch it on the video it's two different things yeah but um I thought I did a double leg on him but watching back on the video it was like a failed double leg and then he got like a sort of like a, a rear bulldog headlock on me
0: mm-hmm.
1: but, but it was loose and um, so I just and grabbed his elbow and hooked um, behind his hip so i was even though he had my head i had his rear and then i managed to slowly slip out of it and then um, i was on top and i just remember looking at him in disbelief i was on top but he wasn't moving and in catch if you're underneath you always move it's one of the biggest things you do roy would always say like get up move do something you know and for about two seconds he wasn't moving but he was just in the referee's position and I thought now quick you know do something like I've got to attack him now so I um I love my Nelsons my quarter Nelson and my three quarter Nelson like a big go-to for me so I literally put my hands on the back of his head straight away put it there locked and I just sunk it in and he he um his feet went to the sky and straight on his back quickly uh because i put everything into it wow and yeah and um that was it it was over just like that and i was that excited i didn't um, really <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and it was over before um i couldn't believe it when the ref just blew the whistle i was like no way you know a bit of disbelief yeah it was uh i just thought of the second it happened, I just got a bit emotional because I just thought, you know, I just instantly thought of Ian Bromley, you know, like I really, really, really wanna show you this. You know, and he, he was the guy that was most responsible for teaching me everything I know about catch wrestling. He's obviously not here anymore. But um that's who I thought of straight away. It was quite a it was quite a hard week for me training the last week before it, because I was just thinking about him constantly. But when i won i was like i just shouted for ian mm. it's it's not one man's accomplishment it's all the other people your training partners your coach all these different people that you pass ideas to you learn from them you know and then obviously you think about the person most responsible and then it's just like i just wanted to say thank you to him
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people uh Well, so there was, I think for a while there, um, you know, after his passing, I think there, even on YouTube or social media, there were people bringing him up who, and and it's really great that some people who'd never even met him were, uh, you know, revering him and uh, celebrating his life. And so I I think that's all great. But like for those of us who who did meet, have have the honor of meeting him and spending time with him or being trained by him or, you know, uh, training with him, uh it's he's a very special person uh definitely made everyone feel very loved Uh, yeah yeah yeah. so it's very funny individual yeah yes (laughs) yeah yeah like the warmest like the warmest guy right yeah
1: yeah so um I just yeah when I won it I just thought of him but all those moves I did in the final you know to win it I just he spent time with me teaching me that step by step so you can't not think about that you know mm. yeah. <laughs> i'm just i'm just glad i won it because i just thought it's not just for me like um i did it for him as well
0: yeah yeah, yeah i agree yeah. i agree well one, one one other thing about like your win your championship win that i kind of wanted to highlight was that catch wrestling Even is with your main style, right? You've dabbled in other things. Dabbled others, but it's
1: definitely it's the longest one I've done. I mean, what have I done? Fifteen years of it. The longest spot I ever did before that was Thai boxing, three years. Mm. So nothing comparison. But I've done two two years of judo recently, and then I've done on and off probably like a year and a half of Brazilian jiu-jitsu but very on and off like very yeah. sporadic so it wouldn't even classes a year and a half you know I know some guys that go to this gym so I, I go there you know that kind of thing
0: uh-huh. but
1: but yeah I've done 15 years of catch so that's always
0: going to be my main one yeah but yeah. I think that that's really or this really highlights that like the effectiveness of catch wrestling because I think you know people have these weird ideas where you got to be doing the freestyle or you got to be doing all these other things um, and also in Wiggins tournament, I mean, we had a lot of people who are well accomplished in other grappling styles, right? But high level guys, there, yeah. yeah, 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 And you being, you can say like you're a, a pure catch guy, and you won, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That that's what made it more um, more special, I suppose. Because yeah, definitely, we were we were standing all together. I mean, there's a photo of all the wrestlers. And, you know, to the left of me, I've got John Hathaway who's in the UFC, really nice guy. And he's, and then I've got another guy to the right of me called Owen. He's a judo national athlete. (laughs) It's like, Mm -hmm. these guys are good, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I'm standing with them. You know, it's, you know, it's a bit of an honor really. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it shows the effectiveness of catch wrestling. And then also, you know, of yeah. course, you had a, a great coach. and But, I mean, like, all these things yeah. ultimately show, like, catch wrestling is it, – it's it's legit or it's a, it's a real thing, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. The good thing is, I mean, a few years ago, we were still having that battle of whether it was, like, legit or, like, if it's a, a martial art, to, to, is it worth learning kind of thing. But that mm. was years ago. And it's not like that anymore. It's just – People still don't know much about it, but it's definitely the case where people, you know, uh, people do approve of it. You've got you've got people in the UFC making videos about, oh, I've learned this catch move. It's not just Josh Barnett doing it now. You see, um, you're seeing a lot of UFC guys doing it, and then you're seeing a lot of, um, like famous jujitsu guys saying oh you know i've learned this catch wrestling thing it's like they're not they're not insulting anymore it's no longer a threat it's just another martial art that knows what it is you know and it's it's a very it's the most brutal form of submission style i've ever come across Mm -hmm. you know and when people start to see it more and more it's only going to get better and it's certainly on its way i'm liking the future of catch now because uh, it was quite depressing a few years ago i was like so many people were really like quite hurtful comments about it and it's like you don't even do catch how can you say that mm-hmm. and now it's now it's different oh cat's trying to get in one second
0: yeah yeah so
1: so it's um yeah we're, we're at a different place in the world where we don't have to prove who we are anymore it's just we're proving how high up can we go now which is a much better place to
0: be in for catch wrestling oh that's a great way to put it that's a, yeah because uh even now like so like i um I bit, <laughs> you can you can introduce your cat like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not shy <laughs> yeah yeah no my, my cat will come out every once in a while so but um <laughs> anyway uh are, are you open to answering any questions because a few people on our live stream are yeah yeah uh, that's why i did
1: it i just wanted to you know get the public out like seeing what
0: we are okay yeah. cool so we got a question from adriano ramos is, any advice on how to get good in catch wrestling uh yeah well it, so it ultimately depends on
1: your situation if you have a catch wrestling gym or not if you don't best thing to do is learn wrestling. Uh, And I'm sure there's lots of wrestling gyms in like wherever you are. So, uh, but you can do a lot from calisthenics, not just free weights. Um, You have to be fit to be a catch wrestler and you're picking somebody up. You need to be able to like hold a certain weight and the minimum is your own body weight because you're gonna possibly pick up your opponent's body weight up, which should be your own. So things like that, eating well and all that. But in terms of learning techniques, there's so much online now. If you, I'm talking about someone who hasn't got access to a catch wrestling gym, which will be most people. And I think the closest form of martial arts that's catch rest, um, to catch wrestling is folk style. And um, before the mat, like mat wrestling is the most uh, is the best part of catch wrestling because it's not about the takedown, it's not about the takedown defense, it's countering. Like you're inviting people to do a double leg, right, I'll do, you know, like the spladdle or whatever, I'll do a quarter Nelson, I'll do all these things. It's, you're, you're invite, if someone attacks you, you want it to be a trap for them. And learning mat wrestling, I think, is the closest way to be a catch wrestler and the submissions come later that should be the last thing to learn because ultimately you should be doing position first um and it's things like learning balance being on one leg as silly as it sounds like wrestling's about unbalancing your opponent but if your balance is terrible you're not going to be able to unbalance your opponent because you're fumbling everywhere that was something that i um i really struggled with because my my core balance at the beginning it was terrible. I didn't really think about it until I was starting to do a martial art where it was all about balance. So core exercises are a must and working on um, like one-legged stances and swapping it and doing really complicated things like that. And then when someone pushes you and you do lose your balance, you can quickly, um uh <clears throat> come back around again and you're not on the floor. Uh yeah, it's I think it's mainly the mat wrestling. And then it's if you do have a catch wrestling club, obviously go to it. But the last thing I could say is don't overwhelm yourself with too many techniques. And that's with any sports. Any sports. As a beginner you can learn 20 things and you think i wish i learned 40. (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just like Mm -hmm. i should be learning one thing a week you know Mm -hmm. roughly you know it, it changes athlete to athlete but if you learn one thing a week you learn the counters you learn the reversal like the counters are reversals but you learn how to stop it and then it's a stalemate you learn the counters learn the technique do resistant training so your opponent's slightly resisting because when you learn a technique you still can't pull it off you know mm-hmm. so what's the point I've learned how to do this move can you pull it off no
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, you know
1: like we've all been there there's loads yeah. of stuff I know how to do I've never pulled them off though but doing that resistant training gets you to a point where you can do it and then you you, um, you improve the resistance more and more and more to a point where they are resisting properly and then you still pull off then you've got it
0: yeah yeah so it requires a little bit of patience right so like don't just try to learn everything at once yeah literally yeah
1: as a as a rule i think we we said like one technique a week and then but that technique you learn everything about that technique you know Uh yeah don't just do it in one position do everywhere do the counters do everything and then that helps when you do another technique there might be some um, similarity there and then that's when the martial arts starts to come together it's all these different pieces and eventually you know it, you'll know how to do a move without realizing you could do a move because it was similar to something you would learned the other week you
0: know and yes. that's,
1: that's that's martial arts you know
0: yes yes and like you're you're in your mind you're you're putting or you're you're solving the puzzle right because you have it's, the good foundation
1: yeah and it is a puzzle everyone relates it to chess and i totally get why they say that but it's also a puzzle you know there's all these different missing links and i'll never learn all the missing all these missing puzzles i'll never learn all of them but as long as i know enough of them i can see the picture in that puzzle and i can figure it out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's how i see it there's always going to be missing pieces so i'm not looking to have a full picture because i won't have enough time in the in my lifetime to learn catch wrestling the full picture it's not about that it's about you using what you've got um and and outsmarting your opponent you know and you take it one match at a time or one
0: training partner at a time <laughs> well wow. wow. well stated well, yeah let's, let's go ahead and uh, see the the next question so from yeah from robot jocks this is what piece of advice you go Oh, what piece of advice you most go back to that Ian taught you?
1: Oh, okay. Um so it wasn't technically a technique that he taught me that that really resonates in my head. What I took from him was his his principles, his theories on how to take on a match or whatever and he was saying I think I've already touched on it that the thing that he made me think of was how to trap your opponent. So that's not learning a technique. I've already got the techniques now. He's saying you can have all the techniques in the world, but if you don't know how to set them up, you don't know how to trap them, you're not going to pull it off. And then that's where you get these matches where they're a stalemate or you lose. And he made, It really made me think. So he was he would t- teach me things like if you want to have the leg pretends to attack the neck. So what they'll do is they'll move in such a way where they expose the leg, you know, and there's your setup. And he was saying things like that. He was saying, he's teaching you um, how to get these uh, body parts, how to trap your opponent. If your opponent attacks you, like where, what to do with it. It's because it's not enough knowing the technique. It's knowing when to pull off. Like mm-hmm. if I do a technique too early, um, he sees it a mile off, and he'll do something different. And I've not, I'm not ready for it, and then I'll lose. So it's it's about timing and knowing what to do and when to do it. And technique is um, a small part of that spectrum of wrestling. And only you can figure that out in the end. But if you train it enough, you know, muscle memory and you have to be a very manipulative person to be successful in it. And it's it's trying to really uh, get yourself in that mind frame of being manipulative. And you can even talk to them and go, I'm going to get that neck. You know, even saying <laughs> your words, like you're laughing, but I'm going to get that neck. You don't want the neck. You want the leg. <laughs> it's just like that summit he taught me and it i don't think anybody's ever like said that ever you know i've never heard it
0: ever you know it's it's being manipulative that's your best weapon oh, that's yeah. a that, that, that's great yeah because uh, i don't think um i don't even think roy mentioned stuff like that really but it seems yeah. characteristic of ian
1: roy was more about Learning counters, Voice, I think when he was younger, the way he talks about it. Obviously, he's much older than me, so I never saw it. But the way he speaks of it is, he was a very counter wrestler. So he would give you something, and then his opponent would take it, and he would straight away do the counter. And that's how he talked about Billy Joyce. So I think he really took that on really. Uh-huh. Um, whereas Ian, not ne- Ian, did do stuff like that but he loved to attack as well he loved it you know he was very proactive at attacking and he's saying why would i defend when i could be one step ahead and attacking? so he did he you know like there were certain principles that he would you know uh, go against uh, roy in that way but it like those are those are uh, how you're being manipulative and your, your game plan i suppose it's not so much all these techniques are there and they're all the same i think your personality dictates how you wrestle mm-hmm. if you're very manipulative you're going to have an advantage and if you're not you can learn it but you just have to you, it's just going to take you a little longer because mm-hmm. <laughs> i certainly wasn't manipulative in any way i had to learn that yeah yeah,
0: yeah mind game <laughs> yeah totally All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next comment or question. So this is uh, from Ben Fisher. Uh, You're really looking forward to going to the Snake Pit Wigan for your level one uh, certification next month. And then he says, BJJ has obviously become massive over the last couple decades. What's your thoughts on the future of catch wrestling? You think it's getting bigger? Oh, yeah. Well, we already talked about it. It's clearly getting bigger. So, I mean,
1: if you go on the internet and you see what content was out there in 2000, I didn't even know cat dressing then, but you can see what was out there then. It was hardly anything. And there was a lot of people who claimed their new stuff when they didn't. Mm-hmm. But that's a perfect time to do that because there isn't anybody to say they aren't that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh Yeah, like I would have been one of those people that would have believed them because I absolutely had no knowledge of it. So that's when they're rife in there. But as the years have gone on, when I started in 2007 ish, um, there was a bit more out there, but I couldn't find much content still even then. So I pretty much had to just learn when I was going to the club, whereas now you change it to 2022. There are so many DVDs about catch wrestling, not wrestling, catch wrestling. There's so much, everybody's been trained by some authentic person. And um, and I'm, I'm not even gonna go about the fake, people. I'm talking about genuine catch wrestlers. Um, there's been enough time that's passed now where they could have been with some old timers and learned catch wrestling in that space of time. And even high level wrestlers are going into catch wrestling and then they're releasing videos. So it's massive. And then on top of that, you've got a YouTube catch wrestling channel. There's a few others. There's a snake pit USA. Um, there's a Japanese snake pit. There's, there's quite a few now. And on top of that, they have like two or three tournaments competitions a year. And these are all these different ones. And um, Wigan in the UK That's just getting bigger and bigger. Every so I've been to every one except 2018. Um wasn't it? But my dad um was very ill at that time. So I I had to back out, but I've been to every single one and they've only got bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And that just proves like people, there's a market for it. People want to watch it. Not not everyone wants to do catch wrestling, but there was a lot of people watching it. And it's very spectator friendly the rules are simple pin or submit <laughs> mm-hmm. that's it and so it's easy for a, a non-catch wrestler to watch it uh which i think helps the sport as well it's very entertaining and it's only going to get next it's only going to get bigger in the next 10 years i know it is
0: yeah yeah i think we we, we don't even have to like kind of even mark it
1: as like people will go people will look for you now it's okay. it's a different it's a different phase in catch wrestling just keep doing
0: what you're doing yeah, yeah. so you were there um at the first event but it uh, was uh, in robin park i believe right or something oh it was like, it was at the freestyle it was it was yeah. attached to a freestyle tournament I was, was yeah. Yeah. Oregon. wow yeah because
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you went against steven i think yes yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i was there yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it wasn't because I mean, I've known you for a while, but it's like, uh, you know, I'm not quite sure which year it was. So you were right there at the beginning. I was there at the beginning. Yeah, I was there the
1: first uh, because Roy quit doing catch. Um, People were annoying him, long story short. Uh, I don't think he likes to talk about it. But um, so he thought, I don't want to do catch wrestling anymore. It's annoying me. just going straight back into freestyle wrestling. And then he just taught people freestyle, which again was still a great club. He still ran a great club, but he quit that. And he he didn't do it for another like 15 years or so. Mm -hmm. And that's a long time not to teach catch. And then again, um, Ian Bromley kept telling him, you've got to teach catch, you know, you have to do it. And eventually I think him and Andrea and maybe a few other people kept you know pecking his head and he did change his mind and in 2011 he did his first catch wrestling seminar um for for years and i was there ian brought me because i really i really wanted to to see it first time because this is where ian learned it when he was a kid so i wanted to see what environment he had because it was different um and I did, and I've been there ever since. I I don't live that far. I'm about 30 miles away from him, which, is, I mean, it's not local, is it? But, you know, I'm I'm still fairly close. But we've got this um, massive shopping centre in between us, so the traffic's horrendous to get there yeah. at the times of the, um, the lessons. So I never can get it to the lessons, but I always went to the seminars, which were a Saturday morning. So I would go for a two-hour seminar Saturday morning, and then we'd all go to the pub afterwards and have a pie and a pint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But it would talk about old stories and what it was like when he was young, and it was just, it fascinated me. So I got to see this next generation of catch wrestlers, and he talked about the ones that aren't here anymore, you know, when he they were teaching him, and I was just mesmerized by it. And I knew these stories are going to die out soon. So I wanted to be there at the pub and hear it even you know, I wasn't even drinking, you know, I just wanted to hear the stories. Mm-hmm. So, and it was, uh, he's quite a funny guy. And he always had a funny story to say, and he always repeats them uh, a thousand times in training, like things like, um, don't have a long beard when you're training because in catch you can, you can rip it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he'll look for anyone with a beard and he'll go right I want a demo on you and then he'll, <laughs> he'll rip that beard <laughs> 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 Andrew's like you can't do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny though but everyone's got a smile on their face though it's what you want
0: <laughs> oh, totally, totally. Yeah, you don't want to like a miserable um like environment, even because you're doing something that's difficult and kind of painful, and uh you know, last thing you want is like everyone just being miserable on top of that. Yeah, and that's easily done as well because your morale, your confidence, everything it just depletes. Because
1: oh, as much as I love catch, it can really deplete you. And Roy's good that way to bring everybody up. You know, he's a funny guy, and you need that. You need that in a coach. You know. Mm-hmm. And, He's brilliant. Uh,
0: Nice. All right, let's go ahead and get to the next uh, question, comment here. So let's see. From Thea D. Why did you think Billy Robinson had trouble with catch wrestling at first, coming from a traditional wrestling background? What types of differences besides submissions?
1: Uh, Ah, well, Billy Robinson, he was a national champ freestyle wrestler. Um, so he was a damn good wrestler when he went to the snake pit in his own right. I think he was 16 or something, and he was a big lad as well. So he would he was a damn good wrestler. And I read I read his book, Is It Physical Chess? I I've even met Billy Robinson. He did a seminar in 2012, 2011. Mm, and wow. um, his throat was very croaky. I think he had throat cancer and he just recovered from it. So it was hard to hear what he was saying but uh, from what I've heard from him and, and Roy mentioned it as well and I think it's in the book um, when he went there he was the, he was one of the younger lads and then there was these guys in their 40s and they had pot bellies they didn't look fit and but they knew how to wrestle but it wasn't so much the takedowns that made them so threatening because he could go for a double leg or any sort of takedown and they would counter him and that's very much Roy's style of um, catch wrestling it's exactly how he talks about it, exactly what he teaches um, and it's what I've been shown so a freestyle wrestler is still very different to how I wrestle. Uh, I think they'll laugh at me if they saw my, you know, some of my takedowns. I mean, I am, I can do takedowns. Don't get me wrong, but if you compare me to a freestyle wrestler, a purist, there's a difference there. And um, when you go for these takedowns, you're susceptible to mat wrestling and submissions. But you got, you still. I think what happened was he got counted big time after he attempted a, a takedown and then they've Matt wrestled him to a pin. And then when you're on a near fall, you think you can do all your submissions, can't you? Mm-hmm. And he was a young lad when he went there <laughs> and these guys were pretty, they were double his age. So they did have all the experience as well. And then that was that was it then. That's why he wanted to stay there and train because he was battering everybody. He was, he was murdering all these people. So you, you tend to stay where you can learn and that's what he did i think that's what Carl gotch did he was battering everybody he even changed his name i can't remember what his real name was and then he stayed in snake pit Wigan, because it was so um tough there
0: yeah yeah that's a good attitude to have it's like you, you might see it in some uh, stories where it's like you someone finds a uh, an instructor or a place where they can actually learn but sometimes uh with catch wrestling, you might see someone who has like a jitsu background, and they come and try it, and it's difficult. But then they go back and say, like, "Oh, if I learn jiu-jitsu even better, I can, I can beat catch wrestling." Yeah,
1: yeah it's that phrase. If you can't beat beat them, join them. That's as simple as that. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, exactly. That is what happened then, I guess. <laughs> right, let's see what other questions we might have. Well, I'm um, not used to
1: sitting down this long.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well let me see we'll do like one more question um let me see well thea d is glad that um uh, you, you became world champion and thank you um, let me see so uh, do you like jack mountford
1: oh jack mountford i've heard loads of good things about him i've never met him though and uh, like uh i don't know too much about him but i've seen some like youtube videos and he, he i it looks good what he's doing. It is different to what I've seen though. Um, yeah, yeah, it is different. I mean, every single person is different. You can have ten people at the same gym. They learn all the same stuff, but then when they're actually wrestling and training and stuff, they you know they're a bit different, aren't they? Even though they're doing the same style. Yes. But, yeah. So, he his moves are pretty cool. But um, I don't know too much about him, so I couldn't really comment, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah, 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 I believe he actually has, like, a judo background, like, primarily. He does, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he does. And I have seen him in
1: a black belt and gi on a photo, and judo is amazing. I love judo. But I don't know too much about the guy, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so you've been seated for a while, so we'll probably let you – Get back to training or moving around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Okay. I'm actually taking a break from wrestling, to be honest. I think after the tournament, I um I just thought it's nice to I mean, I train so much and then it's nice to have a bit of a break, to be honest. Spend a bit of time with family and things. And then just um I'll go back in there soon. But yeah, it's just it's the best sport in the world, and anybody that isn't isn't sure about it look it up, you know, if there's a gym nearby, check it out on the internet and you are yeah, you know, you never know, you might be, you might become a catch wrestler like I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it's the best sport in the world and it's very addictive. I think most sports are, but you have to be a certain personality. I think to do this, you know?
0: Yeah. And yeah, you I don't agree. know until you try it. <laughs> yeah yeah are yeah. you on Instagram at all or where can people reach yeah, you I'm
1: on, I'm on Facebook and Instagram but I mean I mainly use my Instagram really it's uh, Bobster Robster <laughs> all right yeah it, and you'll find me straight away and uh, I've got a few wrestling videos in there um, amongst some uh, some family
0: and friends stuff <laughs> okay yeah. so if anybody wants to reach out to you yeah Instagram's probably the way to go yeah yeah that's what I use the most yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. all right. So we'll go ahead and let you go. Thank you for uh, spending all this time with us. And it seems like people really enjoyed, you know, listening to you and, you know, everyone's Thanks really happy it. for you. Yeah. yeah bro, you. I
1: I've been wanting to do this for a while just to spread the words. And, um, you know, I, I really do like your YouTube channel. I think, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I'm just glad to be a part of it a little bit now. You know, it oh. just, it's getting bigger. That's what we like mm-hmm. to see.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully we can see each other in real life soon
1: yeah i'll uh, i'll talk to the missus about los angeles <laughs> oh yeah 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 oh <laughs> even
0: better e- easier for me but i'll definitely show you guys around
1: awesome all right
0: all right yeah. well, thank you very much we'll go ahead and end the stream now thanks everyone for listening and watching <laughs>